So, um, Jason, have you been playing Pokemon Go? I've heard that's like pretty much the hot new AR game right now. So, I'm glad you asked it. I'm glad you asked. <clears throat> we can edit that. No. Okay. I'm gonna keep that in. Welcome to Just the Tech, the new tech podcast for everyone. Each episode of Just the Tech covers a single topic, giving you an in-depth look into where we think a specific area of technology is heading. My name is Austin, and with me is my co-host, Jason. Jason. And our resident tech layman, Mr. Chris. Chris. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Today... And just the tech, it's just the reality. Ooh. So that's going to be augmented reality, uh-huh. virtual reality, uh-huh. mixed reality. Uh-huh. That's three things, kind of. So there's going to be a lot to talk about. Uh, we'll try to fit it into 20 or 25 minutes. In the future, we're going to bring these way down. You're talking about eight-minute episodes. You're going to love it. So we've got a lot of new, interesting plans for the future, including next episode, we're going to talk to John Collins, the hardware program manager at Microsoft HoloLens. So stay tuned. I'm actually really excited about that. Wish he could have been here for this episode. It would have been perfect. Yeah. Tight schedule, obviously. Yeah. And him being, you know, not here in Boston. Right. That doesn't help either, obviously. Uh, But we'll Skype him in and... We'll get it going next week. Before we dig into today, though, I just want to say I'm pretty excited about this topic. Augmented reality, mixed reality. I really think that's going to be the next step. And when we're talking about the digital revolution, as we often do on these shows, this is the next tangible step in the digital revolution. We're moving towards the ultimate digital platform that of our own brains. But AR and VR is going to be a nice uh, intermediary role. So augmented reality or AR, uh, most people associate that with like a heads-up display like Google Glass. Uh, it's, but really, generally, augmented reality can be thought of where digital information or images are overlaid onto the real world, whether that's through a heads-up display or through some type of other device. Some people are calling this mixed reality or MR, but they're pretty much the same thing for our purposes. Virtual reality, most of the time you can think about this as just a screen in front of your eyes. Uh, it renders a fully artificial reality, so this is all you see. Uh, Facebook has one, Sony has one, HTC. It's growing, and it doesn't seem that hard to make. <laughs> it doesn't seem that hard to make. <laughs> There are some problems with virtual reality because it's it's a fully rendered environment. It needs to be perfectly photorealistic to really trick your mind into thinking you're there. There are some other issues like nausea because it's not your reality. Again, if some of the physics are off, some of this, the way it uh, tricks your brain into thinking it's 3D and into thinking you're in the environment, uh, stereoscopic images. Anyway... It ends up making you nauseous. Yeah. Uh, there are wires. Right now, you still need a bulky computer carried mm-hmm. around to render all of those graphics. You also feel like eye fatigue because you're looking at a screen the entire right. time, right? You know, you're gonna hurt. Uh, yeah. When you're growing up, you're told, oh, don't sit too close to the TV. I don't know if kids are still told that. 
but uh, now I think they're just given they're just given an iPhone and told to shut up. I think that's that's true. true. (laughs) But but now what we're telling kids is here, strap this headset onto your face, take a look. So outing myself as a nerd, so like the thing you know Vegeta used to wear and stuff like that, you know in Dragon Ball Z, their power scanner. Yes, that that's an AR. Okay, perfect. Because that thing can look at the environment and understand it and display information about the environment. So that's pretty advanced. Right. It can yeah. understand that Goku's power level is over 9,000. Ex- exactly. The problems with them now, I guess they're like very early on. I mean, Google Glass, as we know, the only place it's it's pretty much died out completely, except for in a few business and enterprise applications. And there's a pretty limited field of view depending on how you implement it. So, right. So it, it's, another thing I'd like to bring up is being accepted in society. I think augmented reality is probably more geared to your day-to-day, wearing it out on the street, maybe in the office. And it's not clear yet whether or not that's going to be okay uh, and, and accepted mainstream. I mean, it wasn't when Google Glass came out. People called them glass right. holes. There was privacy yeah. concerns because there was a camera that faced forward that you could just blink to take a picture. It was... Exactly. So it was kind of a pioneer in that sense of social norms, like what can and cannot be accepted. Um, so as we move forward and we talk about some other things, you know, what we we talk about what we want to see in the future and some future looking products, I think Google Glass definitely informed the future about what people can and can't do. Right. I'm a big fan of all these companies, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I want to, I want to stay reasonable here. You don't want to get too excited? As excited as I am. I want to keep it tempered. Stay okay. a skeptic. Exactly. There are, there are a few companies working on this. I like to focus on AR mostly because VR <laughs> seems like we've already kind of jumped the shark there. It's commoditized. Yeah. Anyone can make it. Uh, and it's just going to go through that life cycle of... Uh, it seems like it's just for games, right? Like that's pretty much where like the only oof. application of it is that and... Probably because it is still so new right now. But But I think... Yeah, it just needs more content. The technology behind it is there. It needs better controllers. It needs better uh, graphics. It needs better et cetera. It needs, but, but it's there everything. and it'll go. Yeah. Augmented reality hasn't even been proven uh, yet. So, so the company is really there. Magic Leap, very secretive. Yeah, what, what Google is yeah. an investor. Alibaba is an, an investor. They've raised over a billion dollars. Not, they're not valued at a billion dollars. They've raised over a billion dollars. David Cameron oh, is an man. advisor member yeah. on their board, so that's important. Uh, but things are still very private. It, it, they've had thousands of people sign uh, non-disclosure agreements yeah, to like try six, out the over product. Over 600 employees. They're huge. Right, it's huge. Uh, the other company, which you may or may not have heard of, is Microsoft. What? Who is that? Small company. <laughs> Seattle, right? Out in Red, Seattle. Redmond, right? Uh, Redmond, yeah. Washington, Redmond. Mm-hmm. out there, I think. Weird. So they're making a product called the HoloLens. That has been prototyped. People can talk about it because there aren't crazy NDAs. Um, They've given developers preview editions of it. Yeah. People are actually making applications for it uh, that we know of. Yeah, exactly. Th- those two seem to be the most promising now. There are other smaller ones, but... Uh, yeah, and other things that are happening that could potentially lead to it, but nothing as full-formed as these two. Exactly. These two are full computing companies building the full stack. Yeah. So as Austin talked earlier, the HoloLens has some of those issues with AR, like a limited field of view. It's only a very small rectangle in front of you, so you can't look in your peripherals and see the augmented reality uh, graphics, so to say. 
Magic Leap, it's actually, you know, not determined whether or not they do have the field of view limitation because they haven't like, released anything right. yet. It seems like they don't. There are a few demos out there. Um, but Magic Leap says this. They say, we are building a digital platform that will enable people to combine a digital experience with their physical lives through mixed reality light field technology. Yeah, want to run that one by me one more time? What is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. so I guess a clarification yeah. of that point. This is another quote from the CEO of Magic Leap. Three-dimensional wave component that has very small structures in it, and they manage the flow of photons that ultimately create a digital light field signal. Yeah, exactly. So, so for the lay people in our audience, could you try and what put the fuck that a in digital light field words? signal is? You, light no. field signals, three-dimensional waves. Basically, they're trying to trick your brain into seeing things that aren't actually there by using a lightweight headset. Maybe, maybe. we don't. We don't. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we don't know. Um. So, but what they have said is that your brain will do the heavy lifting. So I guess your brain's kind of acting like the computer. The way that I'm thinking about it is that. Um, this lightweight headset that maybe exists, maybe doesn't, it's going to be using our eyes and brains as like a GPU and a display. Um, but they're using our brains as, as a display. So it's, it's stick with me. I, I don't, I'm assuming Chris and, or I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, like how eyes work. Like when we, when we see things like, like light bounces off, it goes through our eyes, our eyes focus it, then the signals are sent to our brain and our brain sees that image, but it happens like instantaneously. Um, I'm assuming that Magic Leap's technology will somehow shoot photons in our eyes or control how photons go in our eyes. Like we have no idea, but yeah. that's that's what I'm assuming because it's supposed to be super photorealistic to the point where you can't actually determine what is fake and what's reality. So as I understand it, the HoloLens does do that. It's like a projection into your eye, which is also different from VR. Like we said, VR is just a screen in your face. Yeah. But yeah, just saying light field a bunch of times doesn't really help us because yeah. light field, you know, all it is, it just describes light flowing in directions. Yeah. So. I mean, they, they've made bold claims to basically say that we give you a neurologically true visual perception. As long as you aren't touching that object, environment, or people, those things are neurologically true to you. you can't tell the difference. You can't tell the difference yeah. unless, I think what they, what he said in an interview was like when somebody put their hand into one of those things, like what they were seeing, their hand disappeared because their brain couldn't comprehend both of those things existing in the same right. piece of space, which is... The one has to disappear. Yeah. And people didn't see their hands <laughs> because that's how true to life because your brain when given the two options rejects reality yeah basically in order to like help people distinguish what's real and fake which sounds like kind of bullshit but if it is true what they're going to do is brighten or highlight the images so they look like they're glowing a little bit to like help you distinguish what is true and what's not so it's it's crazy technology if it does exist um and it's it's a nice idea of what the future could look like if your brain is basically acting as a display for other things, right? That would be amazing. It's incredible. No, it's stupid. It's a terrible idea. It is outstanding. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, you know, kind of amazed the U.S. military doesn't already have this. They've actually experimented with some heads-up displays, which is a form of augmented reality, if you want to call it. Uh, But, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Think just at-a-glance information... Or like contextual information too. Like contextual information, right? 
This sounds like a book I read a long time ago where these people had chips implanted in their brains, but it was this idea of they'd walk by somewhere and they would get an advertisement that wouldn't just play in their eyes, but it would play on a wall as they walked by it, right? Yeah, you, you can definitely think of dyspo- dystopian versions of, uh, of ways this can go. There's a TV show, Black Mirror, that discusses a different tech dystopia. There's kind of each episode, and, and there's one where everybody has a chip installed and it records everything they see, they can play it back. So all your memories are there. And this is basically, if you're wearing a headset all the time, that's what's happening. It knows where you're looking. It knows what you're seeing. This becomes a very... Privacy concern at some point, right? Usually, yeah. It's weird, though, because in America, we're willing to give up more things as opposed to like other countries. Europe, they're like very anal about their privacy codes to the point of finding companies like Google and Microsoft. Whereas people in America, you know, if you give them something for free... They'll give you their email and their phone number and let you track what they do online. Yeah, and and this becomes a bigger issue as we grow our digital selves, which we've been doing. I don't think the digital self existed maybe before the smartphone, but we store our thoughts, we store our conversations, we store our purchases all on a device, and it is accessible to other people. Things that weren't accessible to other people 20 years ago now are. Um, and we need to make sure that there are ways to protect that information. I, I don't know if what that looks like. And it's a huge thing to consider with all this stuff. So as excited as I am, I always like to say I'm cautiously optimistic about it because there are ways it could go poorly. Yeah. And what's interesting, too, is that like the Magic Leap founder, one of them, I guess, is... is would love to see a future where people like use this all the time. It's like their regular computing device. Like they don't take it off during the day, which that means everything you do is part of this. And I I don't know like like what we said before like privacy concerns. But even though you know I don't know if it has a front facing camera or not. Like that's even crazier. So it's it's an interesting idea, but it's also super exciting. It just sounds like you know plugging into the matrix to me a little bit. Right, if you're wearing this 24/7 and everyone's yeah. interacting in this space as opposed to our physical reality, right? So, so it is still our physical reality, but everyone's reality could look a little bit different. Different. You can have the walls red. <laughs> if you don't like these this art, you can change it. Uh, but but the fundamental, you know, physical atoms that are here are still here. Yeah, your kid's room to them could look like outer space or like the Old West right. if they wanted to, which is sweet for them. Something else that we haven't talked about yet, which is really cool, is how how you use that space and how you can use this technology and some of the ways that it can like help bridge the cap, gap between the digital and the physical world like quicker than just doing something on the computer can. So one of the demos that Microsoft has been pushing a couple times in their in their demos for HoloLens, which is similar to Magic Leap, we think because we don't know exactly what Magic Leap is, but is being able to like 3D model something in the in, in, in you know in the, in in space. You know, you're 3D modeling something virtually, but then you can because of the pieces you've used to model it, you can then send that off to be 3D printed, and you can get that exact physical item in physical space. Really, the, one of their examples was a woman modeled a quadcopter drone, and then had it 3D printed, and it worked like an actual drone that you could print out and work, which is 
like absurd that's you know you you especially you know in the future which i think we might end up doing a 3d printing episode maybe i don't know sure. I mean, somebody somebody's talked about it before uh but you know if that becomes a commonplace thing to have a 3d printer in your home and you have one of these things you could you could make a lot of things without having to leave your house ever. i don't know if you guys ever played the like Lego Island kind of games, but those characters can basically like think up pieces and make things, right? That right. seems like the analog here that everyone becomes a Lego character because as long as you can think it, like it can you appear. Can do it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's all probably more a testament to 3D printing rather than augmented reality because we already have the capabilities to 3D model with on your with computer, software. yeah. I guess augmented reality could make it a different experience doing it. It could yeah. make it easier well, and better. Your, seeing your device, right. in a phys- I mean, your, whatever you're going to make in a physical space. That's, that's true. It seems like yeah. a cool application, if yeah. nothing else. No, definitely. Yeah. We also talk about this a lot. There are tons of things that we can't predict because this is a new platform that will enable developers yeah. to do things that we can't even fathom. Well, think about like think about this as your one device too. Like especially like, you know a lot of you know. A lot of devices that we talk about because the show is about technology are cost prohibitive, right? You know, people can only afford these things if they have the money. They can only buy a new smartphone if they have $24 a month to spend uh, on top of the rent and whatever else. But think of a future where this is your only device. Like, right, this this can project in your eyes a TV. Right. Like, And as you get closer to it, it gets bigger. And as you walk away from it, it gets smaller. You have a TV without having to pay for a TV. You have... You know, it's 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 a device that can incorporate a lot of devices into one because you can have multiple screens. I mean, this is something that I guess the uh, the Magic Leap CEO uh, has said. Uh, one of his one of his like goals is to have all of their employees switched over to using their product before they launch instead of having computers. So it's so instead of having a computer, they'll be using this pro- like an right. augmented mixed whatever. They I think they've already video. said. A lot of their employees are already using it. So you yeah. walk into As their office, and there are people just sitting at their desk with what we still assume is a headset or some sort of glasses uh, device. And they're just sitting there looking into space, and you can't even see the screen they're looking at. They they see it in space. Yeah, it's we can't know what's going to be made, but it's exciting to think about what can be made, and that's what gets me really excited is this is a technology, even though potentially, especially in the beginning, it's going to cost a lot, and it will probably continue to cost a lot. Even though the cost will go down, it'll still be a device depending on, you know, however else it works, because I guess if it's if it's powering their, their if it's a, com, this is something I don't get about, mag, about Magic Leap that's confusing yep. me, because uh. with HoloLens, it, you don't need a computer. It's there's, just no, it, it's a, just the headset, but there's a CPU in there. There is. There's a CPU, a GPU, and an HPU, uh, whatever, holographic a holographic processing, processing unit, unit. Um, to do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> it's basically probably just a CPU or GPU. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I could tell you. I I looked at, I looked into it a little bit, and then I decided that it was just marketing bullshit. To right. Yeah. But it's it's still interesting. There's still a computer though. I it's mean, still, you still made, made the, it's the cool. processing power yeah. there. This is though where I like to ask Chris because. We're clearly excited about this stuff, and I Way like to excited. ground myself. Yeah. What do you think the realistic rollout of a product like this looks like? Would you use it in its first iteration? As if you know, it's marketed like we're talking about it. Just whatever. I mean, I think it seems to me like it will start at an absurdly expensive level, yeah. and will take a while for any sort of normal consumer to get their hands on it. Um, 
So it'll go through a little bit of an evolution just by doing that, right? You know, the normal consumer is going to get V3 or something. Um, but yeah, totally. I absolutely imagine that if I could use one of these things, I would. Um, but there's like a little bit of me that's terrified about them. David Foster Wallace a while ago said that he basically thought as entertainment gets like easier and easier and closer and more real, um, that we basically end up losing touch with other people, kind of, um, that it makes our society like lonelier or something, um, which I I don't know I I think could be true. Um, I can so, think of a few yeah. cases where this increases the contact between people who who normally wouldn't see each other. Yeah. If you're in another country, I can have you sitting right next to me. Sure. Oh yeah. I mean, with this technology, I I, mean, I totally that's agree. Something I still don't understand though, right? Like the Hololens is being able to like see like like Hololens, you can like interact with virtual things in a physical space, right? But Hololens is promising virtual, like being able to see virtual people. But how do they have a three D rendering of your whole well, entire you body and what you're doing? Well, you would need some sort of a, a camera system, like the Vive has. Yeah, you would need some sort of right. Like, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I mean. Would it just be it like an avatar like of you? Conference meeting. Yeah. Well, but, you, you would have an avatar of you if you don't have a full setup. But think about Fortune five hundred companies are going to have their conference rooms outfitted with, let's say, four or five cameras that maps the entire room and creates a 3D model of, of whoever the room what, what, and people included in you know it's, well, just, it's just interesting that like there's parts of it that are cool right like parts of it that like I think are really interesting like I said before of like having it be attainable for other people and having them help them save money for other things though like basically being able to see somebody you wouldn't be able to unless the other person had a whole system to 3D you know to map every every one of their movements you wouldn't be able to interact with them like truly unless right yeah <laughs> you, right that's the next step yeah it's coming up with some sort of uh physical feedback the tactile feedback <laughs> uh. <laughs> but i mean there's probably some iteration between skype and tactile feedback that right, this which is would be the... like the bridge to absolutely yeah then the other point to touch on that you brought up is is adoption. The CEO of Magic Leap has said in the 2020s, I think early 2020s is what he meant, or 70% of people, or maybe it was people who were watching him at that time, which was at a tech conference. So that's only techie people in the 2020s. 70% of them will be wearing the headset, to make a, a long story short. Um, and let's say this is released end of 2017 that's three or four years before 70 percent of people who would be likely to adopt it have it it seems like a reasonable adoption curve mm. then you also should probably factor in the ceo of the product and the company uh over estimating the potential yeah, yeah. sure he He's has definitely an incentive to do horn. that right right yeah i mean th this is something that like i guess like to take a step back and to kind of be a downer for a second too is that this is a sweet technology. It has a lot of potential and it has a lot of possibilities, especially when he's saying that people at his company are or are going to be using this as their main computing platform at at work, like as an enterprise application. But the problem with enterprise is that adoption is super slow for any new technology. It takes 
years. It can take even a decade or more for them to adopt new technology. And I'm and for some bigger companies, they might be able to afford a whole new rollout into a new technology. But my company still works on Windows 7, and there's been Windows 8 and Windows 10. It's almost the Windows 10 anniversary update, and that runs faster, and it's a better software. But because of legacy apps, because of other things, it's going to take a while for for widespread enterprise adoption. And if you one of the promises of this of Magic Leap is being able to you know use it all day, so you can use it from when you wake up and use it for personal things, and then go to work and use it for work things. That's not anywhere in the near future, I don't think. Uh, it's a all a question of ROI. Across. So you, so yeah. it's not necessarily the case that this is going to take a long time for enterprise to adopt. If this has a significant return on investment and a payback period that's pretty short, anything below yeah. a year or two, it'll be adopted immediately, and that is the potential of this technology is to have such a huge ROI and to have a short payback period. So in that case, I would disagree. You are stupid. Uh, you know, conflict. But, <laughs> conflict, 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 controversy. You heard it here first. Just the tech, just the reality, just the reality. It's a couple things. One, Microsoft has positioned Windows 10 within Windows Holographic, which is the operating system that runs on Windows HoloLens. Windows 10 runs within it, which is yep. an insanely smart move on their part to then continue Windows being, you know, an operating system that can be used on a lot of devices. Company we haven't talked about at all is Google, who seems there's been reports that maybe they've been doing something like this, but like an audio, an AR VR type of headset that does both. Both. Yeah. But I feel like what they're doing is they're doing classic Google things, right? Where they get consumers to do the beta te- or the alpha and beta testing for them right like project tango is finally coming out and that is a technology you can put in your smartphone to map like to map physical spaces in 3d like it, the camera in an instant when it takes a picture can map this whole in this whole area out and tell you how long your couch is tell you how big a wall is and stuff and i feel like they're just on the cusp of creating something but i feel like sometimes they take a little bit longer to make something i don't know why they do but they do so I'm excited to see what they do because they took a while to get a desktop operating system with Chrome OS, yet that's something that's taken off by leaps and bounds. And they've gotten to the point where now they can combine their two most popular things, Android apps and a Chrome and a Chromebook into one. When I when I think that when they roll, roll into the game, it'll be really interesting to see what they do. And it'll be very interesting from a privacy perspective to see. Maybe that's why they've been kind of tiptoeing in it because... A lot of people use them for a lot of different things, and now you want to use them to for this too. It's a little scary. So yeah, I think it's too early to comment on that. We don't even know. Where Probably just gonna going to cut that part it. out anyway. Okay, <laughs> that's a good reason at this point. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Yeah. So your first like virtual reality avatar. What's like? What's the thing you're gonna do with him? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand the question. Like when, well, I mean, when, assuming yeah. that like you can change the color of the walls and stuff, I assume you'll be able to like look at your own avatar and like do some crazy stuff, right? Tattoo your face—I don't know. Like have long, flowing blue hair. Um, like what? What are you gonna do with your oh, avatar? So this, so this is this is on the predication that other the different that people's individual headsets or whatever can see whatever you're seeing. 
or what, what, like, like when they look at you, you'll be putting out an image on top of you, right? Sure, it's somehow, so like, if connected. if you could change yourself, how would you change yourself? But, like, in virtual reality is different than in the world, okay, right? Okay, that's fair, which is an interesting question. Don't write. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it would be fun to scroll through the options. I think it would be really funny to look exactly like somebody else, like not like make me look like have blue hair, but like like I want to look exactly like Shia LaBeouf, like exactly, right? Well, yeah, I would I, probably do the same. Actually, right? I enjoy that kind of like troll idea. <laughs> or you could be uh, what's his name, Rick uh, Rick Astley, Astley, whatever his name is, yeah. Rick Roll guy. But like for when he was in the '80s, like exactly. Although I might just two. go for like you know Rick Sanchez as opposed to that guy, you know. I'd probably go with Rick Santorum. Ah, one of the <laughs> other great Ricks. I mean, don't get ridiculous on us. Wow. That was, <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right, thank you for listening to Just the Tech. Rick Fox. What? Rick Fox? Oh, yeah. another great Rick. Oh, Rick. I like Rick Fox a lot. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to Just the Tech. Right. Yeah. We couldn't include everything, and we definitely missed some things, so please be sure to check out our Din Din Companion post. Rick and Morty. Ooh, uh, for this that, episode that on our Rick's website, www.justthe.tech. Continue the conversation with us on Twitter, Rick at Just the Tech, or on our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Just the Tech Podcast. Rick Steve. Did you just look at a bunch of Ricks? Yeah. <laughs>